1: Welcome to the Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, People love chopping wood. In this activity, one immediately sees results. As a smart moose coach, I won't help you chop wood, but I will help you to immediately see results. You see, good intentions don't magically lead to desired results. What does is focused action, alignment, and accountability. Our smart growth coaching will help you get on the right track, keep you on the right track, and avoid getting sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Now, a quick smart moves treat to rev up your talent growth engine.
0: It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth.
1: Are you a talent magnet? Talent is the make-or-break issue for business success. Few leaders would challenge this statement. However, how many of you live and lead by it? If you are serious about improving your capacity to attack and retain top talent, here's what you need to do to be a talent magnet. First, hang out with them. Get to know the most talented individuals early on when you don't need them. Who are they really as people versus what do they do for a living? What interests them? What excites them? What drives them? The very best time to get to know people is to informally socialize with them at industry, professional, or community events. Keep these individuals apprised of your company's purpose, current work, and potential exciting opportunities. If you don't establish a relationship first, Chances are you will end up not getting them when you need them. Second, entice them. Create and manage the right expectations from the start. Ask yourself the question, why would top talent want to work for us? Paying top dollar is never good enough reason for the best talent to join and stay with you. To break out of the pact, look within your organization. How are you different? It could be little things, like free Friday lunch, to big things, like sabbaticals after so many years. Three, excite them. Look at their hearts, and not just their smarts. The average resume is long on accomplishments and qualifications and short on purpose and passion, which is fine if you're merely in search of technical skills. Yet, in situations where you expect people to step up to uncertainty, to do unprecedented things, to deliver breakthrough results, you need to focus on candidates' motivation, values, and purpose. So what can you tap into that will get them to join your company? And number four, and I think this is one of the most important, is invest in them. We're frequently amazed by how a company transitions new talent into the new milieu. Sink or swim is a risky strategy, both for the person and the organization. New talent wants to succeed, so help them. Provide coaching, learning, and development activities and opportunities. Top talent can intuit when you're only interested in what they can do for you. And soon, they'll be looking for greener pastures. Here's your Smart Moves tip. How well do you stack up against these four factors that I've outlined? Hang out with them, entice them, excite them, invest in them. Realize attracting, engaging, and retaining top talent is the most critical factor to your business success today and the future. Listeners, do you want to be a talent magnet? Do you need to fire up your talent growth engine? Then contact me at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181.
0: You're listening to Marcia Idol, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track. And not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability.
1: Listeners, I'm so pleased to have as my guest today and sponsor of the Business Edge, David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling, a Dallas-based talent management firm and he will provide insights on how to attract the caliber of employees you want to hire by developing an employment brand. Just as significant as branding is to your products or services to attract customers, it becomes equally important to have a clearly defined employment brand that will resonate with the talent you want to find. David is responsible for all of the company's strategic and operational initiatives throughout over 100 offices nationwide. His guidance and deep knowledge of the workforce industry has allowed Snelling to continue to be the leader in human capital initiatives for over 60 years. Welcome, David. It's a delight to have you on the show.
2: Uh, hello, Marcia. I'm uh, uh, delighted to be here as well. Thank you for the opportunity uh, to share a little bit about uh, what we're doing in the talent
1: management space. And that's great. So let's really just just dive into it. Um, we're all familiar with products and service branding as a function of marketing, but what exactly is employment branding? Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it is very much like your traditional product and service branding. I think uh, companies need to think of it in the same way um, you you're, We all are familiar with the, the effort that companies put into their product or service uh, branding. When you think about it in the context of a an employment brand, you think about some of the same things about how you want to uh, position your your company what, what you' you're really asking the question uh, what do you want your employees to say about your company in the very same way that uh, you would ask uh, what I want my what do I want my customers to say about my product or service it, it''s, it's, it's uh, um, you know it, it's really looking at that employee and that candidate's perspective on on your company that is really your employment brand and and just to give you a you know a little bit of an example if you if you yeah there is some bleed over from your product or service brand in some mm-hmm. cases into mm-hmm. your employment brand. You can imagine how that would happen. and And I'd like to think of Apple as a a good example of that, where we all know uh, about their product and service offering, and you know particularly the innovation that they stand for and the the um, uh, the cool design and, and mm-hmm. so forth.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and
2: some of that does bleed over into their employment brand, but but I think uh, most of our listeners would probably know that, that uh, Apple has a very distinct uh, employment culture and uh, very, very different from their their brand uh, the way that Steve Jobs chose to interact with his team and the in- interview process that he he went through and, and certain causes that he chose not to participate in, for example, uh, really ended up being their the employment brand of apple uh, which which leads a little bit into another aspect of it is. Uh, you know, it, you really create it a lot of times without even thinking about it. Uh, uh, and, and you mentioned some things in your tips uh, today, even about being a talent magnet. You know, it's those things you're doing to uh, create that brand. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, it, and I know we're going to get further into it, um, but let me ask you why is the employment branding becoming more important in today's market? Why now? Um, what's happening in today's marketplace that is going to um, uh, motivate companies uh, to really get and really focus on their employment brand?
2: Well, that, that's a great question. I, I think it really has a lot to do with the fundamental changes that, that we see taking place across the economy uh, as it relates to, to, to the internet and, and more specifically social media. And, and the idea that that the communication channel is now becoming two-way, and before, and you know, many years back, you know, you manage your product and service brand. You you set up, set about to communicate what you wanted that that product or service to be about, and it was a one-way communication mm-hmm. channel. Uh, mm-hmm. So you could very much create that perspective based on the level of dollars you wanted to put into marketing and so forth, and companies really didn't have to think about their employment brand. That really happened uh, once they started talking one-to-one with a candidate, and it was about benefits and pay and some of the basic things about uh, working for the company. It wasn't really thought of as something you needed to manage independently as a separate initiative. And, and like I say, the, what's really changed is the, the two-way communication we now see. And the fact that, that because of that, you you aren't really fully in control of the message. It it, it really takes on a life of its own. Uh, you very much can influence it and uh, and understand it and change it over time, perhaps, uh, with some change management and some other things we could talk about. Um, but, you know, you've got a workforce today that's very uh, used to uh, going and seeking information, and they're going to find uh, information on you, uh, whether you've managed that or, or put it out there or not, it's out there. Uh, it's just a matter of—is uh, of, uh, it really what you want? Want that image to be, and, and uh, uh, how much effort are you willing to put in to uh, manage it?
1: Well, it, you know, I, I want to pick up on that point because you're really crafting an image of your company and. and and for people, for current employees and for potential employees, um, and it's not only crafting it, it is managing it, which I think would be, you know, which is with social media, that's going to be even more difficult. Um, and, you know, we have about a minute left before the break, so what are one or two things that you would like to uh, con- you know, talk about in terms of, you know, the workplace today?
2: Well, I think a, a point I, I would make is particularly for growing companies, uh, you mm-hmm. know, the surveys we see indicate that, that uh, finding talent to support your growth is one of the top two or three challenges that uh, executives face and business owners face. And, and, you know, this branding is really going to drive the quality and quantity of the talent you've, you've got access to. Um, uh, you know, it's that critical to uh, your success.
1: You know, on that point, which uh, is a really good point, if you are growing, um, you want the best talent out there. And that talent, you're not only looking at that talent, but they're looking at you. So, um, listeners, it's time for a short break on the Business Edge. This is Marsha Zotto, your Smart Moves coach. And when we return, my guest, David Allen, is going to, is going to continue giving insights into developing an employment brand.
0: The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's one 472 5790 You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Seidel, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest today is David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling and most important, a sponsor of the Business Edge. Uh, David was talking about the importance of an employment uh, brand, and we will continue on that vein because we just touched on it. Now, let's let's dive deeper into it. So, David, um, you know, one of the things that people might say, and I've even thought about this as well... Um, we still have a fairly high unemployment rate, even in post-recessions. There are people out there who are looking for work, um, and and so isn't it um, an employer's market? Uh, why are companies worried about attracting employees when there are so many without jobs?
2: That, that's a great uh, question, Marcia, and. and uh uh, i think uh, we've all read uh read those stories and uh we see the statistics and uh you know hear about uh situations where someone is uh, long-term unemployed and and you'd certainly feel you would want to believe that wow I, I can sit back really and and uh you know they'll come to me with maybe just some basic postings of jobs uh you know there are several services you can use to uh get your your job postings out there, and, and you will, in fact, get a lot of resumes. Um, you know, uh, and, and we hear this a lot from our clients uh, as we talk to businesses about their growth plans. Uh, there is an assumption that uh, that's not, doesn't need to really be at the top of their list because uh, uh, particularly uh, HR leaders, uh, there's, there's I, I can post a job and I get lots of candidates, and that's that's really true. And, and I'd, I'd say there's probably even some some underlying truth in that when you're talking about the semi-skilled and unskilled positions.
1: Mm-hmm. But you know,
2: I, we we really take a step back from that, and and uh, you know, when you start to fix uh, factor in things like cultural fit and mm-hmm. individual character traits and, and backgrounds, uh, as well as the typical uh, skills that are needed for uh, jobs in today's world world, it, it really narrows the uh, universe of, of eligible employees down uh, and, and really it 's even true of your some of your lower, lower skill positions uh, those same very very same factors uh, uh, come into play so um, you know and, and we also start to talk about do, do you want to limit your uh, talent pool to just those that happen to be unemployed at that time
0: mm-hmm. uh, i
2: believe I, I believe the numbers on the order of four million people a month find a job so this this group of of eligible employees is, is at least among the unemployed is is always changing so you know at that point you get ready to post your job or start the search. you know you're it's sort of just happenstance the pool that you're going to be drawing from if you if your view is or your approach is really just to focus on the uh the unemployed so we, we really try to take a, a big step back from that and and you know a, a good example maybe in terms of even if you take a little more sophisticated approach to it and you start to think about accessing maybe individuals that are that are employed. Uh, IT, IT tends to be one where, uh, if you ask someone about IT, they're probably going to tell you that. Well, generally, maybe there's a lot of people out there, but IT, I really have a challenge. Uh, that's almost <laughs> universal across <laughs> industries. And as as you know, we look at some of the stats on that. There's there's um, uh, some would tell you that that maybe only a third of IT. Um, um, skilled individuals uh, have a public profile out there where you could even get to them directly. So e- even if you did a bit more to try to dig into uh, some of these uh, uh, working candidates to broaden your your, your universe a bit, uh, you may not be able to get to them very easily. So we, we really encourage uh, uh, our, our clients to, to be more broad in their thinking and more, more thoughtful about uh, the different places they might go to really expand that, Universe, and then be very selective in uh, in who they uh, who they draw in. Um, you know, and and that probably leads uh, very easily into you know, well, why do you go to all that trouble? Uh, yeah. and it really gets to to the cost of a bad hire.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and and that number keeps increasing with the compliance issues that uh, we read about every day, and and the challenges uh, in uh, uh, you know Affordable Care Act and some of those things that are just going to make. Uh, uh, transitioning people uh, much more difficult, and you know if if you um, start to calculate that, you know you, it goes back to the branding. You really want to do everything you can to have quality individuals that fit the culture that you either have today or you're trying to create, that fit with your values. Have them come to you, or at least be engaged with them. Really, back to your your uh, tips uh, early in the conversation today then uh, that's going to allow you to be very selective. It's going to allow you to uh, create those um, sources of, of candidates when you need them and not be just subject to who happens to be out there at uh, at um, at that point in time. And, and then you can start to look at some strategies around that, uh, you know whether you maybe use a, a contract to hire strategy or or maybe it's even an outsourced labor management strategy to uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know complete the the talent management picture that really is going to fit your particular strategy.
1: You know I want to pick up on what the, the last thing you said because it's a picture of your talent management. It seems to me that you need to have that picture or that sense of what kinds of talent you will need today as well as tomorrow and uh, even go beyond the skills but to the culture fit, as you said. Um, can you talk a little more about that? Uh, how do you get that picture and why is it important in, in the branding?
2: Absolutely. It, it's, uh, it's critical, as you might expect. Once you start thinking about these things, uh, you know, it really makes a lot of sense and, and it does very much align with, with how companies think about, you know, product and service marketing. You know, it's not something you... You, you don't go launch the product first and then come back with with uh, your product and uh, uh, marketing strategy. And the employment uh, branding is really very similar. You, you want to you get way ahead of that. You want to be thoughtful about it
1: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, uh, put together a strategy, be very proactive. And, you know, so when that need does arise, You've you've anticipated as best you can, and and you can um, leverage the good work you've done and uh, fill the needs of the business. You know, it, it's sort of uh, uh, the saying that uh, that uh, you know we we try to keep in mind as we're thinking about all of this is uh, the, the the old adage, you know, hire slow and fire fast. Uh, <laughs> you, you, yes. you know, part of that hiring slow is creating that that proactive environment where you, you you you've done a lot of legwork up front, so a lot of the a lot of yes. the basics, the foundational things are, are out of the way. You have your brand, you're managing it, you're getting a flow of candidates. And so when, when uh, someone makes that call to, uh, that hiring manager makes a call to HR, for example, and, you know, I need someone, uh, uh, you know, next week, next two weeks, um, you've got your strategy down and, and you can fill that uh, that business need. And, um,
1: and I think, you know... Let's go back and talk a little bit about um, how does your employment brand help you make these connections? Because you, you talked about, um, you know, IT, uh, there's a great need for IT folks, and yet only about a third of them have a public profile. And so um, w- what ways have you suggested to your clients that they start connecting with those potential candidates, obviously, before they need them? I would think that's important.
2: Absolutely uh, spot on, and and it was it was beautiful to hear your uh, opening tips today because they, they so align with uh, the way you know we like to think and encourage our clients to think about uh, those proactive things you do on the front end to be you use the term talent magnet and and I think that's uh, that's a great way to think about it. Uh, it it's those conversations. It's being present on uh, social media. Uh, you know, encouraging your employees to. to Feel great about you know what's going on with the company and and uh, you know make comments and and uh, you, you you certainly can't force that uh, you can you can encourage it you can sh- uh, show examples of it uh, and reward people and and uh, make sure that they understand the things they're doing in your business to live by your values and, and get those messages out there and and so that's one way you can do it um, another is that uh, and you mentioned it in your tips today you, you really seek out. Uh, just take IT, for example, you know, seek out uh, people in the community that are uh, network, well-networked, let's say, in the IT uh, space. Uh, build uh-huh. a relationship with them. Help them understand your culture. So when you make that call to them and say, hey, uh, I, I need a .NET developer uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, who do you know? They're, not only are they going to help you, but they're going to help you in a, in a, in a beneficial way because they'll know something about your culture, your company, your needs, the kind of systems that you you uh, use in your business. So we, we very much uh, uh, preach uh, what you pointed out at the beginning of the uh, session today.
1: And, you know, this brought up another thought um, for me, which is that, um, you know, the employment brand needs to be known throughout the company. It's just like your are your, your, um, uh, brand for your marketing brand, so that the your employees know about what your who what kind of candidates you're trying to attract, um, and also letting key people in the community know that as well. Uh, so, uh, is this done in many companies where they uh, go ahead and and uh, uh, m- make it known to their employees and other people about their employment brand? Because it seems to me it goes beyond just HR
2: absolutely it does um and, and you know we certainly believe uh that that's a the communication part of this is really crucial and it, it does go across the uh, the enterprise both in, internally you know your supplier channels uh um, mm-hmm. your your, mm-hmm. your relationships in the market um and i'll just i'll share an example because i think it uh um you know as you talk about this and, and in it, it in a way it, it Perhaps sounds a little bit daunting, uh, and you know, even for a smaller company, there's probably some level of brand image out there with respect to employment. and And you know, uh, first step is to look in the mirror and find out what that is. And and oftentimes you'll find that it might not be quite what you want. Uh, <laughs> but the ex- example I'll use is uh, uh, Tim Cook at Apple. I'll use Apple again. Uh, you know, he inherited a very, very strong uh, employment brand. Uh, whether it was intentional or not, that's in fact what what the case was, and uh, people knew what they got were going to get when they went to work for Apple uh, under Steve Jobs. And Tim Cook has uh, very much uh, uh, made it a personal um, um, goal to change that somewhat, and and you mm-hmm. see him out communicating both internally and externally about. Uh, some of those changes, and, and he's not calling an employment brand, uh, but he's talking about uh, social engagement. Uh, he wants that to be part of the culture at Apple going forward, and and so he's he's talking about those things internally and externally, and that's the sort of things that you do to uh, you know build your employment brand.
1: And I, I think this is a great time for a break, um, and I appreciate what you were talking about, which is which is making sure that your employment brand is uh, communicated and internalized throughout your enterprise. So it's time for a short break on the Business Edge with Marcia Ziddle, the Smart Moose Coach. When we return, my guest, David Allen, will continue giving us insights into the employment brand and what are the elements, particularly what are the elements when you're wanting to develop your brand. So stay tuned.
0: You can also send us an email to Marcia at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge.
1: Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest today is David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling and a valued sponsor of the Business Edge. David has been giving us insights into the importance of an employment brand. And now let's do a deep dive because um, I think the the listeners will want to know, well, what are the most important elements of developing a strong employment brand? What should they be doing or or looking at?
2: Excellent. Uh Excellent. so I'll go through uh, uh some things that come to mind that that sure. uh you know for you know someone that's that's uh, maybe just thinking about this uh for the first time in a let's call it a formal way you know I, to me the the first thing on that list would be uh you know really Accept and understand that it that it is different from your product and service uh, uh, marketing, and and so it's it's probably not going to be uh, although your marketing department would be involved. Uh, they really know how to get messages out and that sort of thing. You know, this is really a, a talent management strategy, and, and typically uh, it's someone in HR uh, combined with uh, uh, someone on the leadership team, typically <laughs> you know the leader of the organization that uh, that get involved with it. So that's sort of the first thing is to uh accept that this is something that's important and uh, is going to be a priority and and uh you know how you're going to to um, uh make that a key element of your strategy going forward uh you know and that that involves communication which we'll we'll talk about in a minute and then I, I think along with that, it, it's really getting some baseline data. So, uh, get out there and look on, on Facebook. Uh, you know, look at some of your employee postings out there. Uh, what are they saying about you? Uh, go to Glassdoor and, and, uh, read about, uh, what's being said. Uh, Google your own name as the leader of their organization and, and see what's out there. And, and, uh, that, that's, uh, uh, some people, <laughs> it's sort of the, 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 uh, head in the sand view a little bit, uh, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, wow, maybe I really don't want to know, but you, yes. you really need to know. So, uh, that's a big step. And, and, uh, there are outsource firms that can do that for you. Uh, if you don't have someone on staff that can do it, uh, um, um, um you know, and, and, obviously look at, uh, you know, looked at LinkedIn and see how people are describing, you know, working for your company in those kind of contexts. You, you want to do a pretty deep dive on, on, uh, uh, all of these, uh, venues, you know, look at your own website, what, you know, Think about it from a perspective an employee that 's probably the first place they 're going to go what, you know what, what do the images look like? Does it look fresh? does it look uh, does it does it send the message that that you want sent? Um, simple things like uh, you know, is my website mobile friendly so if, if a person's on a, on a mobile device and, and maybe they 've heard about me and they want to see what uh, openings I might have. Can they even do it from a mobile device? How easy is it? Uh, and then, what does that job description say? Is it, is it skills oriented or is it culture oriented? <laughs> so you're going to gather a, a, a lot of data on the front end of this uh, this process to really understand where where you're at as a baseline. Um, I think that's that's critical. And and then I, I think right behind that, once you've got that, uh, is is an honest you know look in the mirror assessment. You know what what's what are the prevailing themes out there. And really trying to get behind that. You know, why is that? Maybe, maybe that's some focus groups. Uh, you know, sit down with some trusted employees and sharing what you found. Uh, I think you know one of the things that that's a little challenging about this whole process is is, uh, is the mindset around. You know, this is going to be a an open sort of a communication, and especially in smaller companies uh, that are privately owned. You know, they don't always tend to to. Um, uh, be what i 'd call transparent about financial information and right. and what 's really going on it 's not a natural thing to them sometimes and and for this purpose you 're really going to have to have to break some of those uh, mindsets and and get some communi- open communication going and, and engage with some trusted employees about what you 're trying to accomplish and, and you really want to know um, and create a, an environment where um, uh, they 're comfortable sharing and and those who've uh, read anything on change management are, are probably hearing some uh, common themes already in some of these things about... Some of these are just basic change management principles that that uh, um, are, are necessary when, you, when you're going through this kind of a, a process. So, I, you know, those first steps really... That foundation and, and understanding, um, and then I think at that point you you can start to think about okay where do we go from here? Uh, right. What what mm-hmm. you know what is our our overall company strategy? You know what what sort of talent. Uh, is going to be crucial to that need um, you know what's the supply like uh, for that uh, for that particular skill set you know in our market and maybe outside of our market? Where are the people at that we're going to want to talk to and and how are we going to want to talk with them um, so there's some there's some strategy that goes into that. Um, you know maybe you're not very present on Facebook and, and LinkedIn in terms of a corporate profile. Um, where where do you want to start out? Uh, you know, if it's IT, maybe you want to start getting a presence going on DICE, for example, as, a, as just a, a name. Um, you know, which job boards really uh, fit fit the strategy and that sort of thing. Um, and I, I think along with that, you, you got to uh, keep in mind that, you you, you want to avoid the spin factor. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, it, it's it's very tempting to want to control um, the the message. And, and, and there is a there is an element of you getting your brand message out there. Obviously, we're trying to build something here and, and potentially change what may already be out there. But at the same time, you, you do have to recognize, like you would with product and services in today's world, that it really is a two-way street and, and you're going to have to have a level of patience and and uh, I refer to it more as engagement rather than you know true traditional messaging. You're you're going to mm-hmm. engage with with various audiences, um, help help and facilitate a conversation. You know, get information out there, monitor what's being said. You know, interject where it makes sense, um, and 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 not try to, um, as I say, spin it. And and. You know that that probably naturally leads into the related topic of you know there, there's there's no hiding here. If, <laughs> yes. If, uh, there there's, there certainly is an aspirational employment brand what you what you'd like to achieve,
1: and mm-hmm. I know we're going to get
2: into how to measure things here in a minute, but um, I, I think you have to start with the end in mind. You know what would we want it to be? Uh, how do we get from here to there? Uh, but you you really got to start living whatever it is that 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 new. Uh, or, or, or somewhat different image is so that it it sort of happens naturally. You can encourage the conversations, but you know your your employees are probably the first ones that you're going to see start to talk about. Wow, th- things are a little bit different. I'm, I'm getting different communication from management. You know, they're they're interested in my ideas, for example. If you're trying to create an open, innovative kind of a culture, so th- I think you want to think about it uh, from that perspective. You really got to got to. Uh, be ready to live it and and start living it. Uh, that's got to be a key part of uh, part of your stra- your uh, your strategy.
1: Well, this has been a really great um, overview because you've given the foundation of you know getting uh, what you need to do first, and then second, where do you go from there? And you you know you talked about, and I'd like to get into. Uh, in, let's say you've started this process of of not only defining your brand. Uh, but implementing your employment brand uh, and you talked about you know mentioned about measuring it how do you know it works? what are some of the things that I think measurement measurement is really important in this
2: It, it absolutely is and and uh, you know we'd certainly cur- encourage anyone that's going into this to include the measurement part in uh, in their strategy development uh, and you know some of the things to think about would be um, you know, Trying to measure the you know sheer quantity, so you know how many uh, uh, candidates am I getting for the posted positions? Um, You know that that one's a little little. uh, It's a starting point. Uh, You really need to dig a bit deeper, but certainly Mm -hmm. you want to be measuring that. Uh, And and then I think the the next one is if you know where possible a uh, a quality measure, and sometimes that takes the form of of some simple assessments on the front end that, that serve to, to measure uh, fit, uh, whether that be <laughs> skill or cultural fit, and, you know, line that up against a baseline. And, and this can be really pretty pretty straightforward and, and basic to start with, just some fundamental questions about, you know, the person's, uh, uh, you know, personality, uh, work ethic, um, skill level, you know, and then you're starting to measure, you know, how, how closely to my ideal uh, uh, person, am I, and and what does that variation look like? And I think over time, you you want to start with a baseline, and then you know, you know measure at maybe it's quarterly intervals. Uh, how are we doing against that um, that standard? Are, are we improving? Um, I, I think that some of the other basic measurements that uh, that you look for is is just engagement. Uh, you know, likes on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you're if you're posting. Uh, uh, articles about, you know, maybe what it's like to work uh, at uh, at your company, or maybe an employee's uh, posting that. How much traction is it getting in the market? or people seeing it? And. Uh, um, I think, in that regard, some of that will involve uh, your uh, search engine optimization strategy. So, making sure that you know may, you may be doing a great job of getting some information posted out there, but no one's really seeing it. So, you really need to make sure you're including SEO uh, in in some of this measurement. So, you're you're, you're getting feedback on it: is it, mm-hmm. is it really being seen, looked at? Um, and, and if not, you know this is a this is an organic uh, process. Uh, you'll you'll want to come back and make some uh, make some changes to it and and try some things i I'd, I'd encourage you to uh, you know try some things uh, c- keep it dynamic uh, get some mm-hmm. feedback you know try something else uh, ask for feedback uh, you know particularly in those key areas where you're you're going to want to uh, uh, take it we talked about earlier you know pick a few people that uh, uh, keep key members of the community that are active in that network and, and you know, periodically ask them, you know, what, what are you hearing about us out there? And, and mm-hmm. you know, that's a little more um, squishy, but yes. uh, you, you'll sense, you know, is, is the message getting out there? Is there a change happening? And, and I, you know, I think you, you need to have some patience uh, when you set these goals. Um, give, give time for things to happen. Um, so I, those would be some, some things I think about.
1: And, you know, at this point, I, I, um, it will be time for a, a short break. Um, I think the key point that you've been talking about, it, it can be overwhelming to people. You know, all these things. But but to take it one step at a time um, and and see it as a long-term uh, strategy versus a quick-fix strategy. So, um It's time for a short break on the business edge. Uh, This is Marcia Zidel, your Smart Moves coach. And when we return, my guest, uh, David Allen, will give us two or three key, what I call takeaways of key points that he would like you to remember and also how to contact him. So stay tuned.
0: There's a saying. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to marcia at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to the Business Edge.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to the Business Edge. This is Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling and a valued sponsor of the Business Edge. We've been hearing him talk about um, developing an employment brand. And the importance of it and how to do it. But right now, I'd like you, David for you to sort of summarize two or three key points that you would like the listener to remember and 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 implement. So, what are what, what would be those takeaways?
2: Absolutely. Um, the the first one, <clears throat> excuse me, on that list would be, uh, you know, knowing your employment brand. And and uh, you know, what I mean by that is that at least. Um, understand that, that it is a separate um, uh, initiative or mindset uh, it, that is very different from product and service. So you may have great products and services that are well respected and and uh that's certainly helpful and uh you know that's likely a starting point for uh your employment brand but it's uh it's very it's much much deeper than that uh and and I, as as i said i think the first step in that is is uh to to keep it uh, simple would be to truly look in the mirror and and do <laughs> that research understand what's out there and, and i think until you do that it's it's hard to um uh, conceptualize, you know, what it is you're you're working with, and and it can be very eye-opening and and um, and uh, and really beneficial to the organization. The 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 second I would say would be, um, you know, it's got to be owned, um, um, and and typically that that starts at the top. But uh, in our busy lives and schedules, uh, you know, I've sort of found that that uh, it it, it Really, ideally, is is owned by someone else in the organization as well, you know, as a peer, uh, sort of a with respect to this initiative. Um, um, so that there, there is a fair amount of legwork to to this and and monitoring that goes on, and you you want to have someone that's uh, thoughtful about that and, and engaging, interact with marketing uh, as you as you uh, start to pursue uh, uh, the strategy. So that would be a, 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 a takeaway in, in in my mind and then um you know i, I think keeping always uh, reminding uh, yourself and, and anyone that's involved in uh this this uh, initiative that you know this really is a two way street uh, um, you know it's about communication it's about listening uh, it's about engaging and uh re- remembering that you, you you can't force it uh, you you really have to live it um you you've got to um uh, Again, engage in the conversation and let it ebb and flow. Try some things, uh, see what works, and um, um, be be willing to, to uh, um, be a little humble at times. Uh, <laughs> it's sometimes uh, difficult to hear some of the things, but uh, uh, you can't ignore it. You know, take take what's out there. You know, it's one of those things where you know the, the perception is reality,
1: and right. uh, that's right.
2: that's hard sometimes. And and uh, I, I'd encourage you to really uh allow yourself to to listen to what's out there and uh understand the the perceptions that are out there and i think it's it's uh, the the usual situation where uh once you do that then you can start managing it and improving it and strategizing around it um, and, and you I, know, I, I think it's like a lot. Like you know, we often talk about leadership, and there's tons of books out there, and mm-hmm. we all can rattle off, uh, you know, Jack Welch comments and so forth. But you know, it's not until you actually do something with it that it that it that it, that it uh, starts to bring value. And and this is one of those areas I think where uh, you know anything you do in this respect is going to be a positive. Any engagement that you uh, choose to take uh, is 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 somewhat more important than uh, you getting it just right or having a full. Strategy. I think it's getting going, picking one or two of these uh, uh, angles, and uh, starting to work on it.
1: And those are great points. And I think you know, just, it's like just just do if you take only one of these, that would be a great start. Uh, so, David, I want to thank you so much for being on the program um, and uh, it's, it's such great information and insights into employment. Uh, Branding. Um, so if, if listeners want to contact you, how can they contact you and to even explore with you and Snelling uh, developing their employment brand?
2: Absolutely. Um, I can uh, be reached at uh, david.allen, A-L-L-E-N, at Snelling.com. And uh, also uh, through our website, uh, www.Snelling.com uh there are uh links to both uh candidate and employer uh, resources there's a resource page that has uh, uh a lot of information that uh, i think uh, uh listeners would would find valuable and and there's uh uh ways to uh indicate your interest in in contacting us uh, through that means as well
1: Okay, and so um, again, I want to thank you uh, because Snelling is a sponsor. We'll be hearing back um, in two weeks, in October fifteenth, uh, with uh, with David and perhaps a, a guest, um, moving talking more in ter- uh, in uh, talent management. So thank you again, and now. I'd like to get to next week's program, which is a road less traveled, yet filled with opportunities. My guest is Dennis Patoko, publisher and executive editor of bizcatalyst360.com. He will take us through the highlights and low points along his solopreneur journey from banker to publisher and beyond. Along the way, he will share candid insights into pivotal decisions he's made and the wisdom he's gained, not only from his successes, but also from his failures. Whether you're a millennial thinking about launching a new venture from scratch or a corporate professional seeking insights into how to climb or perhaps leap the corporate ladder, this is a must-listen. Tune in Wednesday, October 8th, 11 Pacific, 2 Eastern. Now, here's your Smart Moves tip for this week. Business growth is all about the people. It's your people who help you execute the plan and achieve the goals that will determine whether and how fast your company will grow. Find and hire awesome people. Don't settle for warm bodies. Reward high performers who share your goals and values. Get rid of those who don't. Create opportunities for employees to grow and develop and let them know how much you need and value them. Remember, your employment brand is people's gut feeling about you and your company. If you want to rev up your growth engine and attract and retain your top talent, contact me at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972 380 9181. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. As the Smart Moose coach, let me show you how. Remember, good intentions don't magical lead to desired results. What does is clear, focused goals and then align and accountable execution. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge. This is Marcia Seidel, your Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. Innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make Smart Moves. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level.